they're fictional friends and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And it is our last week of cozy mystery coverage here for the month of September at Fully Booked. And so what did we decide to do this week? We decided <laughs> to... ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> if, in case you guys weren't aware, um, so we've talked about the Hallmark Channel at, in general before we did a whole Christmas episode last mm. year. If you guys have been around for a while, if you want to go listen to it, we watched three of them and it was a lot. It was a trip. <laughs> so if you guys want to go check out that episode, you definitely can. <laughs> Um, but in case you didn't know, Hallmark itself has so many different types of like spinoff things at some point that it's not all romance. They've also for the past like 10 years or so really gotten into the mystery side of Mm. things and what better way for them to do that than to use cozy mystery material that already exists in book form and just adapt it for these TV movies. Um, and they've definitely done that, but in the most diluted way possible. Yeah, but we definitely, I guess, have some things to say about it. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys weren't aware, there's an entire sort of spinoff of some sort of the Hallmark Channel called Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And they, I don't know if they still do it, but there was definitely a period of time where they were doing like a Sunday night movie yeah. thing where every Sunday they'd release like a new original um, mystery movie. And There was a lot of them. Like, oh, there are. Like, 2015 to like 2022 yeah. I want to say there's been a lot oh there are like upwards of 50 of them there are a lot oh, of them a lot for sure yeah. so if you guys didn't know about this that's it so cozy mysteries which we've been talking about for the whole month you know we've mentioned several times that cozy mysteries tend to be series generally speaking mm. it's very easy they're like romances to an extent like in the sense that there's a lot you can do with it you can just keep on writing a series like this because there can always be a new mystery to solve and if you've established your main couple of characters Mm -hmm. then it's really easy to kind of just keep having things happen in this small town that they have to solve yeah they're they're very good at that like I will give them that like they've got like a whole like plethora of these characters that you know you've got like the Emma Fielding the Hannah Swenson Swenson Swenson? yeah yeah like you've got like you know these characters and then you just have to build like a little mystery around it and they're kind of their roles or their jobs in life are not cops for the most yeah. part. Um, and it's, you know, just what we talked about in a previous episode where they just find themselves having to solve this exactly. mystery and uh, through <laughs> circumstance. Yep. Um, I've actually been, uh, I'm like currently at this point, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, it'll it'll be on the website, so go check it out. But I'm currently in the middle of writing sort of a quick uh, article for everybody about really how many of these Hallmark movies and mysteries are based on books because there are a lot of them like way more than you think so I kind of came across these like several years ago because some like uh what's it called like Lifetime and like W used to have like the Hallmark movies would play on those channels like this was back when I still lived with my mom and you know she had like a bunch of like extra like cable channels and stuff and this is sort of like in our neck of the woods we don't really get Hallmark as a station in Canada so what would happen is like they would play like some of the slightly older ones on W and stuff my mom would just like have them on during the day so you wind up seeing a bunch of them because of that and I also do you know read cozy mysteries semi-regularly so I have actually read a good portion of like some a couple of the series of books that have been adapted for Hallmark and 
You think that when you're adapting something that's as sort of lighthearted as a cozy mystery, you won't need to make it any fluffier than it is. But Hallmark oh, really they, finds a way to subvert your expectations yeah, that they way. they make it really cutesy. And to the point where you kind of forget that there's been a murder. Oh, yeah. So, like, because we each watched two, A couple right? of them, yeah, exactly. Um, I watched um, the Emma Fielding one, Sight Unseen. Yeah. And um, I forgot numerous times during this episode that someone was dead that someone had died <laughs> like because it just wasn't like central to the plot no, for I some know. reason like it was like oh, okay so there's a mystery and and normally not normally but oftentimes you say mystery and you think okay murder you know they kind of go hand in hand sure sure and um and that's what happened here you know like she's an archaeologist and emma fielding is oh, an archaeologist yeah. i mean you field. can i mean you can blame the author for that let's be I real but so. yeah <laughs> And then, you know, and then she finds this dead body as she's, like, you know, got her little, like, brush and she's brushing away and it's, like, you know, giving way to a bunch of dirt off someone's nose and, you know, there's, like, a dead body and then and then it's just kind of, like, floating in the background as yeah, part like, of the story. There happens really to be an important. <laughs> I, do, I do think that some of them, I guess, do overall do a better job of, like, kind of anchoring um, the mystery itself to being yeah. a major plot point. Um, if I think about, okay, so if I think about, like, I guess some of the ones that I've read, yeah. for instance, right? So I've read a couple of the Hannah Swenson mysteries, yeah. which on Hallmark are called Murder, She Baked. Obviously. Oh, that's why I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they're all called murder. They're called murder. She baked and they all have like a little subheading. I did actually, I rewatched one of them for this. It's the peach cobbler mystery. They're all named after a food um, and something that gets baked, of course. And it's always, and I will give them that like they pick a thing like, you know, like a chocolate chip cookie or a peach cobbler or yeah. a plum pudding or something. And in the story itself like and even in the movie I will say it's what she's working on trying to yeah. perfect or doing something with yeah. so Hannah Swenson obviously owns a bakery in a small town and all of the all of the you know subsequent mysteries just revolve around that sits someone dying like either in her like in her bakery or someone that she knows who she was working with or somebody in the town and she happens to be the person who stumbles upon the murder as yeah. usual she works with uh Mike obviously newer detective in town they don't like each other at first quote unquote with hallmark like quotes around it they don't like each other okay right. there's hmm. like it's like very toothless sort of like enemies to lovers types of things enemies it's more like oh yeah that guy there who i don't really know so well yeah who's told me because it's literally his job to do this that i can't be the person solving this mystery like um yeah no you can't <laughs> therefore he's my enemy you're a baker <laughs> like no you technically shouldn't no, be solving should this mystery be doing this. and it's all it's just always something that works so much better like in the book they're properly like disgruntled with one another and annoyed and they're not just like kind of like oh you're not helping like in a really like in a really pg toned down kind of way they're like oh god this person's so like fucking annoying and like you know because also because you get like a narration because it's a book mm. um you can feel the actual frustration that the character has which i think probably lends itself a little bit better to that kind of thing where like right. it starts as that and then actually develops into um a relationship, you know, based on mutual respect, because obviously this person is an officer of the law and the main, and like Hannah herself is intelligent mm. and quick-witted and able to kind of like partially determine what's happened. Mm. Uh, and then obviously over the course of the movie, there's like, 
the burner she baked once there's like a good six or seven of those um over the course obviously of time there's you know there's a love triangle that eventually develops into her relationship with mike specifically the last the last one i saw they were engaged that's what i remember and i was like oh okay so okay so there is some continuity with the characters there is because like I haven't really watched very many. I watched a couple for this episode. Yeah. Like, this was, like, my first dabbling yeah, in the so Hallmark this, mysteries. This was fun, too, because this is Shireen's, like, first foray into this. And I think that, I think maybe, like, we had a conversation, maybe at some point, like, last year or yeah. something, where I mentioned it, and you were like, they have mystery movies on Hallmark? Yeah, I, I didn't really believe you, because yeah. like, it just didn't fit to me, you know? like, But it's its own little G- thing. Yeah, like, I was kind of like, you know, like, if you think about, like, the Goosebumps shows yes. that were, like, rated, what, PG-13 way back in the day? I don't even know if they were pg-13 i think they're really pg pg um and you're like okay like that's an interesting like little like mystery like spooky thing yeah but then when you say hallmark in front of it i'm like "Hmm, you're like what no i don't know how mystery fits in here but um yeah so i watched a couple obviously it was like you know my first exposure to the characters and i don't even know if i was watching if there's like an order that you're supposed to be watching them in i mean technically i'm there is obviously because they do i think like there is enough continuity i think in the majority of them that yeah like relationships between characters will be different in the first film where they're just meeting as opposed to the third or fourth where they've had time to you know get acquainted with one another (laughs) yeah and i think that the two that i watched may have been like the first ones in the series okay so the emma fielding one I was texting you at the same time because I'm like, there seems to be like four love interests in this <laughs> I can't one. tell which one it And I'm is. like, I don't even know who's who because they all look the same <laughs> except the one dude who's got like really dark hair and the other ones are like silver foxes. And I'm like, is the dark haired dude either he's supposed to be the main love interest or he's the murderer. Or he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Like I could, I'm like, I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Um, and that one like was really kind of getting on my nerves because I felt like there wasn't really much plot going on. I'm okay. sure that the book was better. But I, I said to you, I'm like, I could have watched the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes and it would have just been like okay and that is definitely something that's like a running theme whether it's a hallmark mystery movie or just a fucking hallmark movie in general i think that that is something you could do with the majority is watch the first 15 minutes the final 15 minutes and probably have a pretty good idea of what's happening and i i do have to say like if i think back like you know to like when when you're a kid or when you're in school and it's sunday night and you're preparing for the week and you're like kind of winding down from your weekend yeah, this would be something you would want to watch because yes. it's kind of mindless and it's cozy and yeah. it's warm and it's familiar and it's like, you know, it's got like a little bit of like a soap opera-y feel to it. Particularly since there are several entries in a lot of the series, yeah. it does kind of turn itself into a soap opera yeah, sort of. Yeah, because they're like episodes, right? Yeah. Like, it's like episodes of a TV show almost. Exactly. So you're like following and you're like, oh, okay, well, what's going to develop between these two now yeah. that this has been introduced or between these two now that this has happened or whatever else is going to happen to this character? Like, like this person's like shop burned down. What's going to be happening to them in the next one? Exactly. You know? um, and like the other one I watched was, um, and you pointed out to me, uh, the main character is played by Jewel. The yes, singer. yes, it's the, uh, the <laughs> fixer upper mystery. The fixer upper concrete evidence. Okay, one thing I will give to Hallmark about these movies: the puns are spot on. Oh my god! Like they're so good all Although, the way through. But honestly, though, um, the majority of them I think are the names of the books themselves. So again, you can you. 
got to credit the author for that for coming up. Yeah. Like, I really did enjoy kind of flipping through the titles. I was like, hee hee. Uh, Yeah, you're looking, you're like, oh my God, I could just pick any of these because it's funny. Like, they're all funny. And like, also, I noticed that a lot of these movies had um, pretty well-known actors. Like, I was telling you, I was trying to watch one of the Martha's Martha's Vineyard ones. Yes, yeah. I I was just like, whatever. Megan sent me a huge list of these. She's like, pick some of these. Oh, I've been writing for, I've been writing an article for the website and I realized in the middle of that how many there are so many and I was like holy shit I was like so many of these are based on books like I knew that there were a ton of them mm. like the mystery ones but I was like holy shit like more than I thought at mm. least were based on books and I was like my god which is why I sent you like that giant list I was like yeah. all of these series they're all based on books yeah and so the Martha's Vineyard ones I was like okay let's go check this out and then I realized it was Jesse Metcalf who was like the main detective in it and I'm like oh which shit. if you're our age and you watched Desperate Housewives and John Tucker Must Die, yeah. It's that's like a person who will be familiar to you. Absolutely. And so I really wanted to watch those ones, but uh, could not get a stream. Um, so I ended up watching this uh, concrete one with uh, Jewel. Yeah. And that Which one, again, blast from the past. Blast and you're like, Jewel. Pa- well, because I'm like watching it and I'm like, this chick looks familiar. And Megan's like, yeah, it's, it's Jewel. Jewel. Um, and I do have to say that that one did have a little bit more of a plot to it. Yeah. Um, and I did feel a little bit more invested to find out what was going on. So I appreciated that one. Um, yeah. Maybe a better um, subject matter, like the, the what was the word I'm looking for? The... Um, Source material. The source material is yeah. a little... Maybe, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Maybe it's just source material that you would enjoy a little bit more yeah. because you find that there's more to the plot itself, basically. Yeah, I found... I find that, like, the Murder, She Baked ones are fine because I find that... Oh, well, I guess the... More than anything, I think that the two leads, like the main character, like Hannah and the detective there, Mike, they have pretty good chemistry with each mm. other. Like they're playful with each other at right. least. So it's not just like this very straightforward, boring relationship that's forming. And you're like, okay, thank like you. Like in Emma Fielding where she's like very like, you can tell she's serious. very well to do and very serious. All and the you're time. like, come on, Emma, have yeah, a laugh. Yeah, that's know? boring. That's not fun. They have yeah. to be like at least a little quirky. And the yeah. other one that I will say that I've seen several of the films, because again, one of the other ones with like a ton of entries are the Aurora Tea Garden mm. mysteries. So for anybody who's not aware of those, Aurora Tea Garden, um, those are, uh, again, a very long series of cozy mysteries, which I think are still being published. There might have been one published like two years ago or something, like not that long ago, written by Charlene Harris, who wrote the books that True Blood is based on. Because technically, despite the fact that True Blood are, are not cozy mysteries because they're a lot more violent and there's a lot more sex in them, um... The if you look at the books themselves, they weren't called True Blood. They're called the Sookie Stackhouse Mysteries mm. because there is like a mystery in every book yeah. that needs to be solved. Mm. Uh, I've read all of those, and I think I've read pretty much all of the Aurora Tea Garden ones as well because I was on a kick of Charlene Harris like ten years ago, and I was like, okay, Clearly. yeah, sure, I'll read these ones too. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Right. So I read several of those ones. I read a couple of her other books too. She's got five or six series. Um, she's like a machine. Oh, she sure is. She's like in her seventies, and she's still just churning them out on a regular basis Charlene Harris (laughs) it's just her and Stephen King just keeping things going (laughs) they are keeping the whole book economy keeping the whole holding up the entire economy on their shoulders (laughs) they're both in their 70s guys they can't do this forever uh yeah so (laughs) she anyway so I had read I've read pretty much all of the Aurora Tea Garden ones too and those are ones that I also find are okay so this is the problem right is that you take a network like Hallmark which is very like it used to be like a Christian network back in, in the in the nineties, basically before they like reformatted it. And um, when you take someone like Candace Cameron Bure and you give her 
the lead role in your movie. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know who that is, she played DJ in Full House, and I guess Fuller House because they had like that spinoff, that like whatever like sequel series or whatever on Netflix back in the day. Um, and did you go Scottish for a second? <laughs> I did. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> um, so. Anyway, whatever. When you get somebody like that to play your lead character, who literally in interviews has said that in the movies that she's in, she doesn't even like kissing other men who aren't her husband. And I'm like, good Lord, it's just your job. Like, it's fine. If you're not comfortable with it, you're not comfortable with it. But, like, then don't be in movies where you're expected to have a love interest. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So there are, like, a bazillion of those entries. Um, and those are also ones I find, because especially if you've, like, seen True Blood, you're like, well, what the fuck? How, how did this wind up on Hallmark? Like, anything that this woman oh, yeah, has written at woman. all? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, because of that, the Aurora Tea Garden mysteries on Hallmark are so incredibly toned down yeah. that it just, you watch, like, two of them, and you're like, good God, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Um where when I read the books, like, I've enjoyed them because she as a character is, like, you know, quirky and messy and goes through, like, a lot of fairly serious things throughout the course yeah. of the series. She has different love interests. Thing get, things get messy with exes and stuff and uncomfortable. It's almost too bad that it ended up on Hallmark. I know. Right? It's like, one of those things where you're like, I get it, but I kind of wish that they had done it in a slightly, in a tone that's slightly closer to the tone of the novels, yeah. which is quite different mm. um there's you know there is like obviously murders happen in the movies too but you never see anything mm. in the books there are quite a few more stakes that way like she is injured on a semi-regular basis dealing with this stuff um there's there are sex scenes like open door sex scenes not like this like closed door like you know we just kiss once in a while kind of thing like no there's a yeah. whole bunch of, yeah there's a whole bunch of that yeah, in but, like, the I books find, like, so even in the hallmark movies there's no even like like uh, allusion to sex in them it's just like no. oh like that is a man this is a woman yeah they will peck on the face yeah pretty much <laughs> once per movie guy if you're lucky because in the two that i watched i didn't see any pecking yeah no not really no yeah in the mysteries you get them even less i find because they're building tension between the characters right. which in the books i could see happening right because yeah. they're not like immediately going to fall in love with each other necessarily but I find that if you read books like this you're much more likely also like yes yes some of them are very toned down of course they are and they're very sort of like easy low stakes kinds of things but if you get into like the nitty-gritty of the genre you can definitely find some that where you can tell like you know there's like a little bit more danger to it and the these characters are grown adults and so sexual attraction to one another is like a normal thing that will happen between characters. Oh, yes. Excuse me while I clutch my pearls. (laughs) You know, in a lot of Hallmark movies, you watch them, you're like, oh, God, we're not even going to show any ankle in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No comment, no comment. It's just, it's a lot after a while. So it is too bad because I find like you know, if you think of adaptations outside of like Hallmark stuff, right? If you think of cozy mystery adaptations or even older mysteries, um, you know, your things like your Agatha Christie adaptations and stuff like that. Yeah. That's (laughs) it. Like, you know, older, like older, like adaptations of different books like this that were Mm -hmm. also written at an earlier time. So would have been, 
technically like less risque to an extent Mm. but still somehow you can watch like an Agatha Christie adaptation and you're like my god there was more violence in this than there was over in this one that was only written a couple of years ago Mm. you know and it's just it's just wild to see how that happens I mean I guess they have an audience and like look we're watching it right so like at the end of the day they're doing something right I think but I do think in the end, I think that what you said is probably the closest, like the truest thing about it is that first of all, I mean, granted, okay, so I have I have also met people in life who are extremely squeamish when it comes to films. And I'm not yeah. talking like, you know, like, oh, I hate it when it's just like super gory, like the whole way through. Like, that's fine if you're not comfortable with that. Like that I understand, you know, to an extent some people like really don't react well to that level of violence. Mm. But I'm talking about people who like can barely even watch something like with any kind of like a murder in it because they get like they're like oh my god oh so scary oh I get uncomfortable like that I don't understand because I guess I'm just really not like that at all but um but so I guess for that kind of demographic of people this is a great option this is a good this is a good option for like my grandmother you know what I mean absolutely or like I'm thinking of like um let's say like your moms and daughters who want to watch something together but like yeah. you know maybe daughter is like 10 young you yeah. know or nine like definitely could watch this you know absolutely yeah there wouldn't be anything really all that disturbing yeah in the majority of these films so yeah so I guess that you know they're really well they're well done for a particular demographic mm-hmm. of people who want them and even just excluding that for someone like myself who like isn't that thrown off by like at least a certain amount of violence in a film who isn't really like turned off by that particularly I'm perfectly comfortable with it if I consider you know that sometimes yeah I'm I'm doing something at home like you said like you're unwinding on a Sunday you're prepping for your week you're doing whatever sometimes you want to put something on but something that you don't have to like wholly pay attention oh to God. every piece of dialogue you, you the whole way through. You could watch this with no audio yeah. and no dialogue and you would still know exactly what was happening in yeah, these movies. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, so I, so Shireen watched her Fixer Upper Mystery and her Emma Fielding and I watched, that's it, one of the Hannah Swenson mysteries or one of the Murder She Baked mysteries, the Peach Cobbler one and I also watched, I don't know why, mine were all food this time. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, also, I had a feeling yours would be so I they stayed just, away from they the They wound ones. up being the food ones because it was like what was available when yeah. I was looking for ones to watch so it was that one and the curious caterer one <laughs> called grilling season <laughs> you see the names are so snappy <laughs> they're so good they're so good um Does he yeah. have a license to grill oh well if it make you know if it, make, if, uh, it makes you feel any better um the character in the grilling season one she is a caterer uh-huh. her name is goldie bear <laughs> which i was like Wow. wow I needed a second after we the movie started really I was like holy here, shit Goldie okay. Bear okay <laughs> um which again is like another did one did she that... serve a lot of locks <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yikes <laughs> Wow. Um, Anyway. (laughs) And on that note. And on that note, those are our (laughs) thoughts about uh, Hallmark movies and mysteries. If you guys have never watched any, but you kind of like like a mystery and you just want to like put something on while you're cooking, this seems like a great idea to me. Like, you know, if you're making like prepping food for the week or you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you're putting out like, you know, you're putting out that's like you're cleaning, you're doing stuff, you're like doing like a reset for the week or whatever. Honestly, you do not have to pay attention to these and you will get the 
full exactly. story. No problem. Yeah. Um, but if you guys have like watched a bunch of like the Hallmark movies and mysteries or whatever, or if you've read like a lot of like the ones that they're based on, uh, let us know about that because I'm curious to see too because I have opinions about the fact that I think that they're way too toned down. Mm-hmm. But I'd be curious if some people can tell me about maybe some of the other ones that I haven't read yeah. that are very close to their source material that way I would be curious to hear about that so you guys can let us know about that over on Instagram and threads if anybody's on threads at this point at fully booked CA we're back to Twitter now uh I don't know probably okay. who knows I don't even know anymore um also I should I, I never plug it and I really need to you can check out our TikTok page because we do have one at fully booked CA as well you can pretty much search that uh on most social media platforms and you'll find us you can also check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better and we're coming to you next week with just a little fun episode for the end of the month of september but until then guys keep on reading thanks everyone